What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 14 of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your humble host, the voice of Washington. Didn't really sound like I was humble there, but I am. Trust me, if you know me, then you know. But I am the voice of Washington. It's your boy, Diaz York. And um, let's get a round of applause going. Let's get a round of applause going. Let me turn this up. I'm back, man. I'm back in the Billy. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in the building, man. We doing it big right now. You know what I'm saying? But I hope everybody's out there um, doing well. You know what I'm saying? I um, hope everything's um, going all right with you guys. I hope, you know, I love y'all. I hope everything's all right mentally, physically, and all that good stuff, man. But, um, yeah, man, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So I was on the, let me pull it up. So I was on, um, I woke up this morning and I was just trying to record, I was trying to record, I was going to record and I couldn't find topics to talk about, so then I wasn't going to do it, but then I did it, right? So then I was just like, okay, let me find some topics to talk about. Now, um, let me move this closer. So I was on, um, so then I went to, um. Instagram, start your morning off always with apps before you eat breakfast, of course. I think that's everybody. But check my phone, Instagram, whatever the case may be, right? And then I just seen um, Kirk Cousins, you know what I'm saying? From a, like they People, you know, and I, I might be going to lie. I felt this way about COVID when it first happened. But I knew I wasn't going to die, you know what I'm saying? And for people that don't know, I'm, you know, if it's on Bleacher Report. It was just like... He's like, if I die, I die. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, okay. But I didn't know I, I didn't know what the caption was. I was just like, whatever, right? If I die, I die. I mean, was he was he in jeopardy for something? I didn't know what he was talking about, right? Here it is. He was um it was just like Um if I yeah, he just said if I die, I die. And then somebody said solid logic. I mean, which makes sense, you know what I'm saying? But um, if I die, I die. Huh. Which got me thinking. So then, so the caption was like, despite over 184,000 U.S. deaths, the Vikings quarterback isn't worried about the disease. And, you know, people are going to talk about, oh, he's allergic. He's, he's afraid of Monday nights and stuff like that. He doesn't really show up when it comes time for him to play in prime time. I think everybody knows that. But, so... Uh, according, so then I was just like, people were talking about, well, that's false because 6% of 184,000 deaths is like 9,000 something. So then I was just like, okay, let me just, um, read up on why I was like, is that true? So I looked it up and so I'm gonna read this article real quick. Uh, not real quick. I'm gonna read it out loud because you know, we're here already. It says, this is from factcheck.org. It said, and the article is written by Saranac Hale Spencer. Oh, man, I don't know who that Sarah Saranac. I don't know who that is. It says, anyways, the um the headline says, CDC did not admit only six percent of recorded deaths from COVID nineteen. Nah, okay. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has drastically reduced the number of deaths attributed to COVID-19, but posts making that bogus claim have have been circulating widely. With the help of President Trump, who retweeted one such claim on August 30th, he has to stop. He's turned the Twitter, uh, Twitter fingers, you know what I'm saying? 
I get it. I get it. This is how people communicate nowadays. But we have to stop with the Twitter fingers. We have Trump really be just clout chasing, honestly. And I seen one post where on Twitter where it was just like it, it's one big. It's just high school because like the representative for Trump or something like that, Kim Jong Un winked at her, and Trump said, "Take one for the team." I don't know how true that is, but it's in the post was like the uh, the, the retweet. Was just like uh, it's just high school. And I was just like I was talking to my sister a few weeks back, and I was just like the presidential election because she wasn't too sure about Biden, uh, Harris because those guys have made their livings or made their careers off of incarcerating a lot of people of color. And we was just talking about it, and she was just I'm not gonna tell her, you know. She was just like I don't know honestly because you you got Trump on the one hand who's a bigot and who's racist and who's this that and the third, you know what I'm saying? But then you got Harris. And Biden, who do all that, she didn't say this, but you got Harris and Biden who do all that, but just put a bow on it and just say, you know, they sugarcoat it. You know what I'm saying? They might be a bigot and racist and stuff like that, but they might, you know, give you some sugar cookies. You know, they, they might just give you something, you know. So you just never know. You don't know who to trust. You know what I'm saying? Especially in times like this, you don't know who to trust. But I don't understand why they tweet so much. Like these guys are seventy, like they're seventy plus years old. These are old men tweeting. I don't even tweet that much. I like a lot of stuff, but I don't tweet because what do I need to say? I have a podcast, right? I don't need to. Tw- I don't need to tweet. And you're the president. Get off your phone. You know what I'm saying? That that that, that that's him. But he's been doing that for the past last uh, the past four years. So that tells you that he has nothing going on. And that tells you that being the president is just high school because in high school. The president of the school really didn't dictate a lot of stuff. Yeah, she would set up meetings and stuff like that, but she had to make sure it ran through everybody else. She had to ask for like a, a majority vote, a vote and stuff like that. So it's just weird to me that we still have that system in play. And I've always thought this. The president is just the, the spokesperson for this country. And I think people know that. But if you didn't know, that's what it, it's just what it is. It's always been like that. Nothing really gets done without the office or the house of people that you know, the house is the Senate, you know, whatever. However, the 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 the, the branches of government, nothing gets done without them, without their say so. So, yeah, you know, you yeah, you know, it's it's funny and it's finicky. So why would you even have a president? You you should just have a union. <laughs> just have a union. Just have a group of people come together and agree upon some things. You know what I'm saying? There shouldn't be no Democrat or no Republican party. It should just be a group of people. For the benefit of the country, just come together. That's real democracy. You want to get down to the nitty gritty. That's real democracy, where everybody has a voice and everybody has an opinion, and they listen to and not just disregarded. Now you might be disregarded because, whatever the case may be. But if it's a union, you take a majority vote. Period. I don't know why we don't have unions and stuff like that. It just makes everything simpler. You have a guy. You you appoint pre. You appoint somebody president, but then. He can't even get what he wants to get done because of it has to go through you. So at the end of the day, it's still going to go through you. So just make it a union. Make it. I, I said this. I said if, if there's a senator or a governor or whatever, senator, I think it's a senator. If there's a senator in each state or a governor in each state, then have those guys just be a part of the union. They're already the president of our states. So just have it all a union. Have it all the union. And then those guys can collectively make decisions based upon what the country needs at that particular time. Everybody, every state has a voice. Instead, we just vote on the president. And sometimes who we vote for as a state 
it's not who our electoral college, you know, with, with Hillary, she won the popularity votes, but Trump won the electoral college, so Trump won the election, which is so weird to me. But if the people wanted her, why can't we get her? You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So just having 50, 50 people or 25 or 10 or whomever, you know what I'm saying? But just have it as a union. Because, but, but then that's the, th but even with the, um, just bang my hand on the thing on the table. But even with that, you still don't even have, people still, the states don't even listen to stuff, certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? The states are going to listen to whatever they want to listen to. Like, when weed became legal, it was only Washington and, Cal and Colorado. It was still, every other state wasn't, it was, but it's not legally, ooh, it's not legal federally. But you have all that, like you have all that. You, it's just not federally, you know? And you would think something like that is illegal, right? On a federal level, you're just like, well, that's the federal should veto the state, but it didn't. So it's just weird. That's why I'm saying have the union. In a nutshell, all I'm saying, I'm, no, I'm talking in circles. I'm, the, I'm a dog chasing my tail. Just have a union. Have 50 states. All be a part of this one big union. It already is like that, but you still have somebody that doesn't runs their mouth too much, like uh, Trump. It says, Twitter has since removed the original tweet, which um, came from an account uh, dictated, oh, excuse me, dedicated to pro-Trump conspiracy theory, QAnon. I don't know what that is. Uh, but the claim is still readily available on all the major social media platforms. In fact, the same QAnon account that posted the now-deleted tweet includes a screenshot version featuring the president's tweet. The post uh, Trump highlighted said this week the CDC quietly updated the COVID number to admit that only 6% of the 150,504 150, deaths recorded actually died from COVID. That's 9,210 deaths. The other 94% had two, two, to three, two to three other serious illnesses and overwhelming majority were very advanced age. But that's not what the CDC uh, information says. Now, the CDC is just what? The, um, the Center for Con Disease, the, 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 the Disease and Control Center or something like that. I will listen to the WHO. I mean, the CDC kind of knows, you know what I'm saying? But the WHO was kind of out of the loop because like, it's just the World Health Organization. But they should know, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. They said that's not the information it says, but what is it, though? Because God rest uh, Chadwick Boseman's soul. If they said he had cancer, and but they could count that as a COVID death. If he had COVID, they could count that as a COVID death. So it's weird, and they were doing that. On, on death certificates, they like, he died from COVID. Well, he didn't die from COVID. It literally, I could have my arm bitten off by a shark and bleed out. I could die from COVID. And they'd be like, oh, it's COVID. And it's not COVID. I get my arm bitten off by a, a, a shark. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Um, um, a whole bunch of other boring stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Honestly, they're lying to us anyway. They don't know. No one knows how many people die from COVID. You just don't know. Period. You just don't know. And you don't, you just don't know. And I don't know. 
we gotta stop lying to the people. But we know the media is now used to scare people and all that good stuff. We 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 know that, but could we stop it? Probably not. No, you know, people are gonna say what they want to say. People are entitled to their own opinions. Trump doesn't know what he's talking about because the people from the CDC don't know what they're talking about. They think they know, but they don't. Uh, and and then the professionals. And I just wish people would just say, stop lying. I think that's a very big thing. Stop lying. If you're a professional and you don't know, just say I don't know. They're trying. They're trying to. They're giving us numbers because people feel comfortable with numbers. I feel more comfortable with a solid answer. Period. Not numbers. Don't give me numbers. Give me a solid answer. Say this might never go away. And it won't go away. It's just a regular flu. I mean, it's not a regular flu. I say it's the flu on steroids. But just say what it is. Just say we don't know. Just say we don't know. We're taking it a day at a time. We're taking necessary precautions. And we're taking the necessary steps we need to combat this virus, combat this flu. To make sure that the country and the people of this country and pretty much the whole entire world are safe. Period. Just say that. That's way better than saying, oh, we can open up by 2021, 2022, blah, 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 blah. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? You don't know that. You're saying that because for the economy's sake, but we've always been, we've plummeted. Ever since the Great Depression, we've never really recovered from that. And plus, and then when the uh, the market crashed, we went into a recession in 2008, 2009. When that happened, it didn't really, Lehman Brothers, when that all, when all that happened, it the economy hasn't really been the same since then. So, I mean, and that's been over a decade ago. So, we we really, it's fine. But I'd rather live with that answer than the, the fluctuating deaths of true COVID and the true number of cases that people actually have it and people that actually are fine from it, people that actually didn't die from it. I'm fine with, I, I, I would just, you know what I'm saying, it's just a lot of BS going around, going around in this world. It's BS. And I think we could get through, if we could get past the BS, it's fine. But that's people. People are always going to be BSers and this, that, and the fourth. And we just got to learn how to just keep going as people. We just got to learn how to keep going. But, yeah, man, I just don't, I don't, I don't like lying. I, I And I don't lie, even though I just, people, when I say I don't lie, I mean, like, I try, I tell a fib or a white lie. That's, that's not, that's not detrimental you know what I'm saying? That, that that doesn't cause a butterfly effect or a domino effect. You know what I'm saying? But I know people that lie that will cause a domino effect or a butterfly effect. Now, I don't talk to those people like that no more because there's no point. If you're just going to lie and it has um, and it has a series of events that will happen based off of your lie, then I don't want to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to know that I know he lied and I didn't check him or whatever the case may be. I didn't want to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we got to stop lying as people. We lie to ourselves every day. And I think that's why people have a lot of, I'm not going to say, you know, insecurities don't come from lies. It just don't come from, I think, they don't come from accepting who you who you truly are. And they try to make up this facade and they try to make up this grandiose idea of, like, it's a fantasy, like what they want to be, but they can't be that. So they, they're stuck with whatever they have or whatever the case may be. I think that's where insecurities come from. Now, I could be wrong, but it also comes from not accepting yourself. If you don't, if you don't want to look in the mirror and shake hands with yourself, then there's no point. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no point of even like, 
There's just no point, period. But I think we I think as people we need to stop lying. I think the world would be a better place if everybody just stopped lying and, and BS into each other. I think we wouldn't have a lot of problems that we had. I think if people would accept the fact that there's racism still to this day and there's blatant racism and then there's racism, I think it comes from denial. You know what I'm saying? You're denying that there's racism out there in this world. There's racism everywhere. That's fine. But accept that, though. I understand it and I accept it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I comprehend racism and I understand racism and the root of racism. So I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But we got to stop with the the lying to each other. I have a hard time lying to my friends. I don't even like lying to my friends. I tell the truth. If you ask me an honest question, it might hurt you, but time heals all wounds. So you can, you know, and I tell you the truth, and you, and you don't really necessarily like it, but it gives you time to reflect on what he said, what I said, and how can you go about it, and how can you move on with your life, you know, and I think that's very important, but some people can't handle the truth and accept the truth. If you can't handle the truth, then that's why we're not friends no more, more than likely. That's probably the real reason why we're not friends, but um, yeah, I just don't like the truth. I don't know when people, like, lie, you know? You lie so much, you start to think it's the truth, you know what I'm saying? And um, I can't I can't let that slide. I, I, I just can't let that slide. But um, I just got done, but off the CDC and this the BS that's been going on in this country, I just got done watching the game, man, and it was a phenomenal game between um, Houston and um, OKC. I think I think OKC. This is these these are my sports takes. I think I think OKC. I think if they would have had more time, they probably would have won the game. Um, and Jamesy Boy better show up for the next series because the Lakers aren't playing around. I think LeBron is uh, is on a road not to redemp on um, redemption, but he's on a path of like. Whoever's in my way will get crushed. And I think the Clippers are have became the villains. Excuse me. I think the Clippers have became the villains of the bubble. I, I, I really do believe that because, man, the whole thing with Luka, and everybody loves Luka. I love Luka too, man. But the whole thing with Luka, and you got Pandemic P, no one likes the Clippers. No one likes the Clippers, period. I just, I just don't think nobody likes the Clippers. Because they're like that team. They're good and you want to like them, but they got a lot of entitled players. And the only one that has done something that it's like that's a player is Paul George. I mean, excuse me, not Paul George. That uh, is Kawhi Leonard, the guy that doesn't talk like that. He's the only one that has a championship on that whole entire roster that's a player. So I just think... The entitlement has to tone down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But confidence is key, and they're confident in this year that they can win. You know what I'm saying? And that's major that, that you think you can win. And as a professional athlete, you're supposed to think that you can win. But you have to tone it down, though, man, because you just have to. I think you have to. You know. And they were almost lightweight weren't going to win. They shouldn't have won game one. KP got ejected. And then, you know... But they, they haven't been playing well in the bubble. Well, Paul George hasn't been playing well in the bubble. Kawhi's going to do what Kawhi does, no matter if it's in the bubble, outside on concrete, blacktop, whatever. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. And, you know, so 
He's going to carry them, if anything, to the conference finals. I don't think they're going to beat L.A. L.A. is probably going to beat them in six, in my opinion. I got L.A. versus either Boston or Miami. I love I love Miami. I love Miami. I, love, I, I, just, got, I, want to, I just got done watching that one. That, that was a little, that was earlier today. But they were really, 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 really good defensively. And they really have a solid team. Um, I like I like the pieces that they have around Jimmy Butler. Now Jimmy Butler to me is like a he is a um, him and Paul George are the same as far as like um, like tears go. You know, like they're all stars, but they're not elite all stars. You know what I'm saying? They're not like an Anthony Davis or a Antetokounmpo, well, not him, but in I'm a hey, and I'm gonna say this on here, and people, if you're listening, you're probably not gonna agree with me, but I don't care. Here's the thing about Antetokounmpo: I like him, but his game, he he might be the worst superstar. He might be the worst superstar. People like him now because he's new to the game. Relatively speaking, he just he just burst on the scene and stuff like that, and he got the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, probably going to win MVP this year again, even though I think LeBron should win the MVP. But his game is terrible. His game is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. He has the worst game. He has no footwork. For somebody who's seven feet tall, and everybody's like, well, he doesn't play under the basket. Uh, I mean, excuse me, he, does, he doesn't... Um, Correction, he does play he play he does play to the basket. But he's not that good. He's good, but in all actuality, he's not that good. He's not that good. He he's almost looking like a number two on a championship team. And that's something that's bold to say, but I don't think he can get you over the hump. I don't think so. I think if Jimmy Butler was in Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee, I think Jimmy Butler can get you over the hump because Jimmy Butler's more of a dog. Giannis is not a dog. I, he he wants to win, but I think he wants to defer some of the responsibility and the weight off his shoulders to like Middleton. But Middleton can't do it because Middleton's like the third option or second option on the championship team. You put Middleton on the Lakers, he's a third option. You know what I'm saying? Or you put him on the even even with the Clippers, he's a third option. So third option, right? I think they're not they don't have enough. And, and I don't think they will ever have enough. I think I think if Budenholzer doesn't get to the conference, he got to the conference finals last year, but I don't. He got to the conference finals with Atlanta, but they got put out in four or like whatever. I don't know when they got put out that year, but he's a good regular season coach, and they're a good regular season team. But they should have swept Orlando, and they struggled a little bit against Orlando. They're probably not going to beat Miami. You know what I'm saying? And Giannis is just, he'll be, he'll be, in that, he's in that same tier with Jimmy Butler. He has two MVPs. But, it, well, that, that, but boost him, boost him up there with Steph Curry and LeBron. It doesn't because Steph Curry and LeBron can go out there and go win the game for you. Hey, go win a game. Giannis can't, you can't tell Giannis, hey, go get it. Okay, hey, you can't tell, you can't tell Giannis, hey, go hit this jump shot for me. Hey, go put the ball in the hoop for me. You can't do that. If he's not running down the court full speed on a, on a dead sprint with the ball, if he doesn't hit his, uh, his his spin move into a drop step and then he dunks the ball because he's so close to the rim and by that time he's like under the rim, all he has to do is just jump up and just throw the ball in. 
If he's not doing that, he's not scoring, period. He's not scoring. His footwork's terrible. There's been a couple times where I, and I'm critical because they hype him up too much. He ain't even better than Lucas skill-wise. He's not better than Lucas skill-wise. And Lucas only, what, 21? And they're both European players? So that tells you this Lucas is better. Both European players. And I know Ron, Giannis is still raw. Giannis, because Giannis has no game, period. Has no game. Has no game. He's he's relied on. And he he is the, just the taller Russell Westbrook, truth be told. Because Russ, at a particular point in time, didn't have game either. He went up and down the floor, be explosive, be athletic. Then, but then, you know, he, you know, he'd take you in the post, back you down, turn around, bank shot. He'll blow by you, you know what I'm saying? Russ got game. Better footwork than Giannis. And I feel like Giannis is more in control. Russ is still kind of out of control, but that's just the way he plays. He's just, he plays harder. He's a dog. You put Russ on Milwaukee, Giannis is not the man. Giannis is not the man. Russ is the man because Russ wants him more than Giannis. A lot of these, you know what I'm saying? So, and I, like I said, I like Giannis. It might sound like I'm not, I don't like Giannis, but they're giving him too much love. And I told people all the time, I'm like, he's going to win MVP, but if he doesn't get past the hump and get to the finals, he will not win again. He'll get voters fatigue. The voters will be like, well, he can't get past the hump, so, and he plays in the East. Now, the East from like one through six is pretty solid, but Giannis is always going to either be between one or two. So that's seven and eight. And that's usually going to be like a Orlando or Washington team, which you should easily man, which you should, which you should easily handle. But if you can't shoot the ball, you can't shoot free throws, you can't hit it, even get a fifteen footer. You got to rely on your athleticism and your just your your quickness and your height. You're pretty you're you're limited to those things. And then once I know how to put a wall around you, what they always do, you want to come down and spin the ball. There's going to be help all the time. You're going to come down here and spin and all that. Nope, 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 nope. We're gonna swipe. We're gonna swipe at the ball, and it's over with, and then turnover, or bad force a bad shot. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I want Giannis to be successful, and I want him to succeed. But I don't think he's gonna get a ring in Milwaukee. I really don't think so. I really don't think so. I really don't. And he he probably won't come out the way, the East again. He won't come out the East. No Kawhi. You're the only guy there. You're the best player in the East. And you can't, you know, you ain't the best team. And Milwaukee's weak, period. I'm just going to say that. Milwaukee's weak. They're deep. No, they're not. They're not deep. They're not deep. They're not. The deeper team is probably the Clippers. But the Clippers still have a lot of unproven guys. Like, I like Trez. I like Montrez Harrell. But if I had to pick Montrez Harrell over Dwight Howard... If we get a glimpse of 2010 Dwight, just a glimpse, he still probably has that. If we get a glimpse of that, Montrez, it's a huge, it's a huge ask for Dwight because Dwight is not that type of player no more. He's still athletic, running around, dunking the ball and stuff like that. But if we get that type of Dwight, where. You get that type of Dwight? Man. Hey. I'm not picking Montrez Harrell. You know, and I think Rondo's going to come back for this series, for the next one, round two. Um, Lou Williams is always going to be that one guy because he can always go get 30 or 40 off the bench, right? 
um, even 50 sometimes. Who else? I'm picking Danny Green over Shaman. Dude, Danny Green starts. And I think the the Clippers... The Clippers are good defensively because they got Paul George and they play, to, they play well as a team. But I think the Lakers are a better defensive team. And their, their coach is defensive-minded. I like Doc Rivers, too. but I think, And I think Doc Rivers is a defensive-minded coach as well. But if I had to pick one, I'm, I might go with Vogel. You know what I'm saying? Even though Doc got a ring, but I like Frank a lot. I like Frank Vogel a lot. And they got Jason Kidd, and they got these guys. They got guys Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd, from top to bottom. Guys have won rings and stuff like that. So, championship pedigree and prestige matters and stuff in situations like this because who's going to come out on top? I don't think the Clippers are going to come out on top because one guy has two rings. LeBron has three. Rondo got one. Um, Danny Green got two. Kidd got one. Guys have been to the finals. Multiple. The White House have been to the finals. JaVale McGee has two rings. Like, so your starters, three out of your five starters have been, have have been to the, have one, cha- not been to the finals, have won championships. And you have one, at one out of five, I'll take my chances with the um, 60% than the, uh, than the 20%. I'll take my chances. You know what I'm saying? So, even on the bench, you got a guy who got a ring. And J.R. Smith got a ring. Quinn Cook got a ring. Dwight Howard been to the finals. So there's guys championship pedigree on that team. So they'll be fine. I think the Lakers are probably going to wind up winning this year's championship because I just think it was just written. Because no one was going to stop them in March. If there was no shutdown, there was no COVID type thing, no one was going to stop the Lakers. No one was going to stop the Lakers. The Lakers are probably going to be the best team. They're going to be the team to beat, and you weren't going to beat them. And imagine if they were playing in Staples Center. <sighs> Come on, man. Imagine if they were playing in Staples Center. Had the whole whole arena rocking. And then LeBron composes corny captions, the man in the arena, zero dark 23. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to AD. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to the Lake Show, man. Shout out to Miami. Miami's still one of my favorite teams because I, I didn't I didn't switch up. Miami's one of my favorite. Miami's probably is still my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite team, I'd probably pick Miami still. I didn't switch up, man. I didn't switch up. I tell people this. I, I'm a LeBron fan, and I, and I like the Lakers because Kobe was on the team, and they got a good team, good organization, and, and they know what they're doing. I like Miami because I like Pat Riley. I like the Godfather. I like Pat Riley. He always had that grit and that tenacity when he was playing, when he coached the Lakers, and stuff like that. And I like, and I think he coached New York as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think he coached New York. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but um. I know, he, I know he coached the Lakers for sure, but I like Pat Riley when he took when you know when he took over. He's the Godfather. He brings that grit, and if you can't play, if you if they if you ain't got the grit, you can't play on this team. If you ain't in shape, you can't play on this team. You know what I'm saying? Like Andre Iguodala got traded, and he had to wait like a month to play or like a, like two weeks to play because he just wasn't in shape. You got to get in shape to play here. You know what I'm saying? And got guys that are just gritty and just grinders, man. Hard workers, Duncan Robinson, Goran Dragic was almost out the league. Not really though. He'd been there for a long time. But Tyler Hero, hard worker. Uh, Bam Adebayo, hard worker. Jimmy Butler, super hard worker. Jay uh, Jay Crowder, a grinder, grit, just gritty. You know what I'm saying? Duncan Robinson went from the D3 G League to 
to a to a to an NBA starter, to a guy who who's tied second for most threes made in the season, just gritty man, just just straight grinders. So and I love, I've always liked Miami because you know they had Chris Bosh and they had Dwayne Wade still when LeBron left and they still and they had drafted Justice Winslow and I'm a Duke guy and I like Justice Winslow's game defensive defensive minded you know three and he you know he started making three balls later on in his career or later on before he got traded to um, Memphis but he was always hurt though you know what I'm saying but he played point guard when uh, when Goran Dragic got hurt so and he was doing pretty well at the point guard position he did he played that this year not this year but the year before that and when they had Jay Rich um Jay Rich is Josh Richardson but and then they had um um Tyler Johnson they had a lot of just guys that were just gritty, man. <clears throat> just gritty guys, hardworking guys, and they played and they played what they played with each other and they played defense. Now I think Boston is a real wild card because that boy Jason Tatum's all that that boy Jason Tatum, he's a star. He's starting. To, he's he's a star. He be cooking. He be he he be cooking. And I, and I like Jason Tatum a lot. You know what I'm saying? I like him a lot. Um, shout out to. The bubble, shout out to the NBA. NFL starts soon, I think like September 14th or something like that. I seen a college football, and and I'm just talking about sports. So I want I want to discuss one more thing before I before I uh, go. I seen a <laughs> I seen a college football, um, uh, not flyer, but like a, a commercial or just like you know what I'm saying, like they're about to play again. And guess who it was. You, you, it was BYU and Navy. I said, no one wants to watch this. I was like, on Labor Day? This is what people are watching on Labor Day? It's BYU and uh, Navy? No one wants to watch that garbage, man. Get this off the screen. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, what kind of garbage is this? You know what I'm saying? BYU and Navy. I wonder how they're going to do it, though, because the Big Ten's not doing it. The Pac-12's not doing it. I think the ACC's still playing. And Notre Dame needs to be in the ACC. They already have the boys. The win, I think winter sports are in the ACC. So why come you just can't have football in the, in the ACC? Independence terrible. But they wouldn't even be in the ACC. They'd be in the Big Ten. Because ain't Notre Dame in like Indiana or something like that? Let me look that up real quick. So. Let me look that up. Notre Dame. Notre Dame! Spelled that wrong. Spelled that wrong again. Jesus Christ. Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame. What is a Notre Dame? Almost cussed. It's in Indiana. Good school though. Phenomenal school. But it's in Indiana, so they would be in the Big Ten. Because Indiana's right there next to Illinois and whoever else is next to Ohio, whoever whoever else is over in the mid, that's the middle of that's the mid east. Um, but yeah, they would probably be in the Big Ten if anything. But I probably put them in the ACC. Yeah, I probably put it. I I don't know, man. They're not near the coast. That's the problem. So I probably will put them in the eight, Big Ten, and probably cut out one of the weaker teams. But the, the Big Ten, they're they pretty solid. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, it's interesting because the SEC didn't stop roll, uh, roll tide. They, they didn't stop play. Um, so really just the Big Ten. 
I don't think I think the Big Twelve stopped. I don't think the Big Twelve stopped though. I'm not hundred percent sure of the Big Twelve. Look, it's so weird. You know what I'm saying? I like watching college football, but we never had complicated no one's ever had complications like this before. So it's just it's just different. It's just weird. But um uh and last thing about sports, Leonard Fournette just signed with the the Patriots. I mean not the Patriots, with the Buccaneers. The bandwagon's real. Who am I going for this year? I don't even have a football team. Oh, the Rams, duh. Psh, go, uh, Aaron Donald, Derek, Jay Goff. Come on, Jay, two point Jalen Ramsey. Come on, you know the vibes. You already know the vibes, man. Shout, let's go, man. Come on, let's go, LA. Stop playing with me. You know my body. Don't play with me. Um, hmm. the last thing I want to talk about is um, so I was, you know, browsing. Um, perusing or whatever you want to call it through my social medias, you know, Snapchat when I was working out um, downstairs and it's starting to catch up with me. I'm starting to get tired. Um, so I was just working out and, you know, I took my, my water break and I looked at my phone, checked my phone, any notifications, whatever the case may be. And I was, I noticed something. It was just a, um, they're like the prettiest girls in Washington or the finest girls in Washington. And it was some little corny, cringy TikTok, you know. It was just like, oh, this is corny, you know. But it was, a, it was a child. It was a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I never, ever, 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 ever make one of those type things, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not corny. But it was some corny little kid. I'm not, I'm not going to call it a kid corny, but the action he did was corny. But, um... Anyway, so that's the point. And it was just all people. I knew who the people were. There was one girl I didn't know, but I'm pretty sure, like, she was just popular. And then I was just like, but, like, the four girls that were on there, three out of the four, I was just like, well, I knew them. I know of them. I don't know them personally, and I kind of really just don't. And, and, and that's no and that's no disrespect to them if they ever listen to this podcast. I don't, it's not that I don't want to know you. It's just that I just don't, you know, care to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're not in my inner circle. You're not my friend. I don't have you on any social media. So it's just like, I hey, I went 18 years without knowing you. I, it, it ain't going to make or break me if I know you or not. You know what I'm saying? But um, I was just like, and somebody had reposted it. And I was just like, it's just clout. You know what I'm saying? And half of them were like, I'm not going to say, well, one of them was in a bra. The other one was in a crop top, showing the midriff or the navel or whatever. Like a bathing suit, the other one was like in a bathing suit or whatever the case may be. But then I was just like, a lot of these girls just have clout and they're just popular. I can name three cuter girls than them, at least three. You know what I'm saying? And with dope personalities. So I was just like, man, got got me thinking about clout and is it's a dangerous thing because clout is pretty much equals attention, but. I don't get why we feed into that, you know what I'm saying? Because then these girls get too big-headed, you know what I'm saying? And they act like they can't be t- they act like they're untouchable, which you can, you know, that's fine. But I think for them, we we live in a day and age where it's just cloud. Everybody's just cloud chasing. Everybody wants to be number one, you know. Um, Teledega Knights, Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. Which I, yeah. hey. I agree with that saying, but I also agree with Nipsey Hussle and run your marathon. You know, get on your marathon. You know, work hard, grind, whatever, but don't chase the clout. You know what I'm saying? 
because it's a high that you'll never be able to get off of. And I feel like every time a girl um, is either, I'm not saying all girls do this, but some girls do this. And every time I, I see a girl that's like in a bikini or with booty shorts and their butts out or whatever the case may be, and I and I notice that and I peep game, and I'm just like, you're, but then a lot of the pictures are like that, and you see the the the, the volume of likes go up and up and up and up. The more skin they're showing, the more the likes go up and up and up and up and up and so on, so on and so forth. I just feel like they're trying to catch that 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 high or that that clout that they once had from the first picture when they first did that. You know what I'm saying? It was new to everybody. It was like, oh snap! You see her booty? She was it was out. Blah, 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 blah. Do it again. Do it again. It's like, okay, okay, okay. And then post, it's, it, and it becomes repetition, repetition that you're posting stuff like that. I'm not saying all girls do this, but the ones that do peep game. That's that, you know, that's that's protocol for them. That's protocol. Um, but I just never understood it. I never understood it because if you ask them, they, 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 they can't explain it to you either. So it's like, why even do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you even put yourself in that situation to where you have to chase clout and have to, like, get assurance from people to, to, to tell you that you are, oh my God, to tell you that you are that, that thing, you know what I'm saying, that you are popular, that you are popping, that you are this, that, and the other, like, why do you need that? Tell you insecurity. You can't look yourself in the mirror and accept yourself, you know what I'm saying? So I just think, but I, that was just a quick little whatever about just cloud and stuff like that. I just think that it's a cancer. It's dangerous. People get killed off that stuff. I'm not saying girls will get killed off of it. But people get beat up, killed, harmed, and they always try to one-up themselves. And, you know, jealousy is, you know, jealousy and envy is a real thing out here in this world, man. You know what I'm saying? But that just about does it for episode, I want to say this is 14. We we, talk, we we moving right along, man. We moving right along. Um, thank you guys for listening. Let's get a round of applause going. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 14 of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, the voice of Washington, Diaz. And I will be back. I'll be back next week. All right, see you guys later. I love you guys. I'm out. Peace.